Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein, and the last podcast of the week. Yes, of course, it being Friday and all that. Well, I think it is. Yeah, it's Friday. And we start today's podcast show with the fallout from the evening's Europa League action where Spurs were dumped out of the... Co- well, that can't be right. They were tuning up from the first leg, I don't know. <clears throat> Yeah, they were. Arsenal made it through to the last eight. Manchester United beat Milan also to make it through to the last eight. And Rangers got knocked out of the competition. This is how we reacted to all of those results on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, last night on TalkSport. Mislam Orsic, the hat-trick hero for Dinamo Zagreb. And Tottenham are on the cusp of a humiliating, embarrassing European exit. Dinamo attitude, I believe, is humble, is desire, is motivation, is... Um, it's pride because for me professionalism starts exactly in the attitude. Uh, to be a professional, you you must have attitude every day and every minute of every game. This guy has thrown the players under the bus. He did the same thing when he was at Man United. Atiwen cuts it back and there's the equaliser and it's Mislav Orsic again. Two 0 Dinamo Zagreb. Then more talent, less talent makes a difference between players. But what is never negotiable is that attitude. And they beat us on, they beat us on attitude. Disgraceful, lame, embarrassing, spursy. And I'm putting it down to one man. I've been calling it for the last how many games? And I call him Jose Borinio because that's what he is. He is a He's getting worse, Jose. This is a this is a shocking, shocking result. This is this is a a, a black day in Spurs' European performances. This is this is right up there with some of the most embarrassing. I, I don't know. I don't know where Jose goes from here. I'm not sure where he goes from here. They got the League Cup final, right? And look, Jose can win that in a one-off game. He's, he's proved it this season. If they don't, where where do they go, Spurs? They should sack him, big man. Chasing a League Cup. Are we having a laugh or what? Come on, mate. Seriously, this is not the Tottenham way. I don't know if Clive's still listening, 
but you know how Spurs play, attacking. What Clive said, we have not got the players to play a defensive game. The capitulation, the way they fell apart, the way and the nature in which the chances created by Zagreb to win this tie was very, very disappointing. Very poor defending. Um, fantastic finishes for Morsic, but lots of questions to be asked in the way that they played. And then they couldn't respond. They couldn't react to what happened. And in the end, it's a pretty disastrous result. Oh, he scored! Manchester United have the away goal. He's off the bench and on the score sheet inside three minutes. Paul Pogba comes up jumps for Manchester United. Paul oh, looked like he'd been out for six weeks. Yeah, for sure. He, you know, he's been working really hard. But uh, when you play football, uh, it's different. And you can see that he, uh, he couldn't play more than 45. And he'll get better and better. And that's a big, big boost for us the rest of the season because the boys have done fantastic without him, but we know Paul's qualities. He was a breath of fresh air, wasn't he? Came on, looked like he was enjoying himself right from the first steps onto the pitch. The goal was wonderful. Before he came on, Manchester United were very, very cagey and, and lacked any real quality or belief. And, and he totally changed that when he came on. Now, Slavia Prague have added Rangers to the scalp of Leicester. 2-0 on the night then and it finished Rangers 1, Slavia Prague 3 on aggregate. Really proud of my players in terms of the effort and the journey they've took us on. Considering it was, you know, manoeuvred through a, a title race as well. So, uh, can't be any more prouder from a football point of view. Although over the course of the two games, we, we were beaten by the better team. Steven Gerrard reshuffled, striker Kamar Roof came on, five minutes later he was off. Red carded for leading with the boot in a mid-air challenge that left goalkeeper Andre Collar unable to continue. He should be banned for six games. It was it's, disgusting, wasn't it's it? It's an appalling challenge. Mm. Maybe eight. They need to throw the book at him. They need to ban him for a long time because it's a disgusting, appalling challenge. Um, the keeper can play on. He knows what he's doing. He's followed through with his studs in his head. I'd ban him for eight games, ten games. Whatever they throw at him, you know, there can be no complaint. Rangers boss Steven Gerrard claims Glenn Kamara was racially abused during their Europa League defeat to Slavia Prague. Gerrard says the result's insignificant compared to this alleged abuse. All the players around it heard it. I will stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Glenn Kamara and I will deal with this however Glenn Kamara wants to deal with it. It's over to your way for now, this situation. And I just hope it doesn't get brushed under the carpet. Slavia Prague have rejected allegations of racism. Not great tonight from Mikel Arteta's team, but it's all about getting the job done. And it is job done. Arsenal nil, Olympiacos won. Arsenal win 3-2 on aggregate. It shows as well the level of the opposition that people take for granted that you play against any opponent and you're going to be through because the, the name of the club that you represent and uh, is not like that. And uh, every team in Europe is uh, really difficult to beat. Now, the England boss, Gareth Southgate, has been speaking to TalkSport's Faker Ruthers after announcing his latest England squad for the three upcoming World Cup qualifiers. All those games, of course, are live on TalkSport, would you believe? Yes, you would, because I've just told you. Luke Shaw and Jesse Lingard have returned to the squad, but Michael Keane and Trent Alexander-Arnold have been omitted from it, or just not included, as normal people say. Now, that got Adrian Durham and Darren Goff worked up over on their Drive Time show. We'll also hear from the former three-line striker, Dean Ashton, but first up, Here's Gareth himself. Comes back to Trent Alexander-Arnold. It's 2-0 now. We just have some players that, in our view, have played better so far this season and with us in the autumn. You know, Rhys James was exceptional with us in the autumn. Last night's performance for Chelsea sort of underlined that, I think, in a top-level game. So, you know, Trent is, is very unfortunate. I think he's 
game in the last few weeks has picked up a, a, a lot. He's looking closer to where he, where he was. He actually did say that Trent's form has picked up. He's getting closer to the levels he was at. So actually what he's done, Gareth, is left out a player who is in form and getting back to the very best form that he showed. He's literally just said that. So I've got all sorts of people uh, texting me and tweeting in saying Trent's been awful. Come on. He just played really well against Wolves. He's part of a Liverpool team that's got into the quarterfinals. What are they, sixth in the table? By their standards and by his standards, yes, it's not as good as it was, but it's still way better than loads of other players and loads of other clubs in the country. This is a young kid. Only last year we were talking about, with some of his performance, the best in his position in Europe, right? And the most sought after in that position in Europe. Suddenly, a player of so young, who's a player for the future as well, is left out of the squad. I, I agree with you. This has shocked me. It's like leaving Harry Kane out. One of the players that perhaps has been in good form but, but hasn't been included is Michael Keane. I just wondered what your thinking was behind leaving him out this time. Well, we know all about Michael. Played a number of games for us. We've selected this squad not just on club performances, but performances with us, with England as well. And I'd have to say, you know, Tyrone was excellent out in Belgium for us. Um, Eric has played a lot of international football. So again, he's not in Tottenham's team at the moment. Um, in terms of playing all of the matches, he's, he played the Europa League last week. Michael, we know, is a reliable performer, but at the moment, we've just got a couple ahead of him in our view. I cannot, for the life of me, um, understand why Michael Keane's not involved. Ancelotti said on, about Michael Keane recently, this season he's been really good, really consistent. He's never made a mistake. And I genuinely think, I think Southgate's completely forgotten about him. I, th I think he's actually genuinely forgotten. And when somebody asks Gareth Southgate why he's left Keane out, he's going to say to himself, oh my word, I forgot all about Michael Keane. You know how you forget? You so think so? I, 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 how could he leave him out? It is Eric Dyer! Yeah! Oh! Eric yes! Dyer gets England off and running in Euro 2016! There are just certain players and certain characters that Gareth Southgate wants in his squad. And Eric Dyer is one of those. He clearly must feel so comfortable with him being in the squad, with how he interacts with the other players, with how he gets his points across as a manager, because you need that. You need players that can then feed that into the other players and the, and the fresh new players that are coming into the squad. And maybe he is one of those characters. This makes no sense. With the, the picking players on form thing, with the dropping of Trent Alexander-Arnold because he's not at the levels, how on earth is Eric Dyer in there? And people might say, well, you know, he's, is there anybody else? Well, yeah, there is. Michael Keane, Esri Konsa. It's probably better than Tyrone Mings this season. You know, they, it's a great partnership, but how has he been totally overlooked? I, I cannot get my head around that one. Now, India won a thriller in the fourth T20 against England to level the series at 2-2 over on TalkSport 2. Stop saying 2 getting too much it really is driving me mad we'll hear from the all-rounder Ben Stokes as well as Goffey but this is the winning skipper Virat Kohli Thakur comes in to Chris Jordan oh, got Larrison absolutely Larrison oh. but he's caught by Hardik Pandya on the boundary proper game against a, a top side in this format you expect uh, obviously defending to be tough the wicket was better than any other game and the, the due factor was massive uh, you know bigger than any other game as well so thankfully the wicket allowed us to get to that total what we do great as a team here is, is we learn from experiences and we don't dwell on it we take situations like that um, we'll go away as individuals we'll assess it and we'll become better players from it if you bat first 
And India said they would have batted first uh, today, which surprised me because uh, it's a huge pitch anyway, but it was still pretty good. They went and got a total that's defendable. 185 aid, a very good total, and it puts them in the ball game. India deserved the win. They were excellent. He just smashes him back down to the fielder, and Ben Stokes has gone with a 50 in the match. You felt in his power. What is a huge benefit for us is that it's a big pressure game. Um, you know, if we'd won tonight, we wouldn't be going into the next game with that pressure on. But that's what we want. You know, we want to be in those pressure environments, and the more times that we get put under pressure as a team, the more it's going to benefit us, especially when we've got the T20 World Cup coming up. Now, Alaho stormed to a brilliant victory in the Ryanair chase, and it was a fourth win in the week for jockey Rachel Blackmore at Cheltenham. We'll hear from Blackmore shortly, but first, here's how it sounded live on TalkSport. Nothing is going to get to Alaho. Rachel Blackmore's dream week, as long as she jumps this final fence, oh, she's a bit low over it, gives the horse a little slap just to say, keep concentrating. And this golden week for Rachel Blackmore continues. Willie Mullins, another winner for him, another winner for Ireland, another winner for Rachel Blackmore. You just can't stop these pair from winning here at Cheltenham. To gallop and jump and, you know, he was able to keep up that relentlessness. Um, it was only when I came back in and people are all kind of saying, we went some gallop but you know it just he felt in his comfort zone everywhere I suppose and uh, yeah sort of fantastic and don't forget of course the Gold Cup is live today on Hawksby and Jacobs right here on TalkSport we're not right here on TalkSport this is a podcast but you understand where I'm anyway now boxing promoter Eddie Hearn was on fine form on White and Jordan giving us updates on Fury against Joshua the fight hasn't happened yet, just on the latest proceedings. He took the time to reject Frank Warren's claim that he broke an agreement of joint announcement surrounding the fight, even though he actually did announce it before anyone else. I cleared it all with Fury's team. Obviously, Frank wasn't on the memo for that one. Uh, I spoke to uh, Tyson Fury's team before that interview, actually, and we agreed that... There was no announcement, by the way. I just gave an interview with ESPN, who are Tyson Fury's broadcaster, who was actually, you know, Fury's team was aware of that yeah. that interview was taking place. And we just all agreed to say, look, we're going to let the world know that these guys have signed. There is still a long way to go because we have to decide where and when. It's about momentum. You know, a lot of these people don't understand. It's about momentum. It's about perception. It's about about getting people excited. It's about communicating with the fans and the public to let them know the process. Yeah. And the reason we've been so successful is all the time and everything we do, yes, I've got a big mouth, but I, I make sure that we communicate with the fans and we let them know the process. The great news is all parties have signed an agreement for this fight. That is tremendous news for the fight and tremendous news for boxing. Yeah. Now we go on to the next stage, which is selling the biggest fight in boxing. Now, could PSG get Neymar, Mbappé, Ronaldo and Messi in the same team? Well, of course, only if you're playing on the PlayStation. But just for a laugh, let's give Jamie O'Hara a chance to explain why that could happen next season and in reality, not on the PlayStation. You look at PSG right now and you've got Mbappé, you've got Neymar and I just think they can afford Messi. They can go for him. He's on a free. If they got Messi and Ronaldo from Juve because they want him gone as well, you're talking about having Mbappé. Mbappé! Messi, Ronaldo and Neymar in one team. He'd struggle again in that dressing that, that, room that, for egos. I know, but if you're <laughs> looking at it, it for the once-in-a-lifetime once opportunity that it actually could happen, Messi's on a free and Juve want rid. You don't think Cristiano could go back to Man United? Yeah, I do. But he wants to win things everywhere, Ronaldo, mm. doesn't he? He's been everywhere and won things. He hasn't done, he hasn't <clears> done PSG. So why doesn't he go to France with Mbappe, with Neymar, and they get Messi as well? 
You're talking about four of the best players, arguably, ever in one side. I'm Jason Cunney. This is TalkSportSingles.com. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. No, not that. I'm not allowed to say that on the podcast. You are thinking, why didn't England's golden generation under Sven Goran Eriksson win a trophy? No? Well, you are now, because I've just said it. Anyway, was it down to the Swedes' formation? Well, Michael Owen can tell us more on that one. I've always thought that England have been better suited. I don't know why, but always better suited with three at the back. And I if I, I have agree. one complaint about the golden generation, I'm, I'm convinced if we had played a different formation... We were, we were getting outnumbered by like five to two in the mid. Everyone said, oh, Gerard Lampard can't play together. No wonder when you're playing Spain and you've got Xavi and yeah. Alonso, you know, yeah. you've got like five of these magicians all around you. We were If we had played three, five, two, we were always really well off with centre-halves, always. We had not that many good wingers, let's say. Our weak point, which should have been our strong point because we had so many amazing centre-midders. We could have had Gerard, Scholes and Lampard. Mm-hmm. We, we played, we, we got outnumbered in midfield every single game. And we ended, do you know what we ended up? We had an unbelievable team. We ended up being a long ball team. We ended up everyone trying these killer passes, Bex getting it and, and chipping it up to Heskey's head. I was going for flick-ons half the time. And we had the most unbelievable yeah. team. But I think the system killed us over those years. That's it for a podcasty thing. Let me remind you about loads and loads and loads and loads of live football coming your way. Of course, it's a big weekend of FA Cup action and the odd Premier League game thrown in as well. We start our coverage at 12.15. It's Bournemouth against Southampton for a place in the last four of the FA Cup. That's live on TalkSport. That's followed by Game Day Live with Adrian Durham. At half past five, you can hear live commentary of Everton's quarterfinal against Man City in the FA Cup. Again, live and exclusive on TalkSport. And over on TalkSport 2 at 8pm on Saturday night, you can hear live and exclusive national radio commentary at Brighton against Newcastle in the Premier League. That's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Drive on TalkSport today at 4pm alongside Darren Bent in a show that I've called Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show with someone. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing Monday morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.